7 to 8 p.m. Sport On with Tabiso Musia. Yeah, West Part is, uh, you know, you, you, you're celebrating your 50th, 50th anniversary. And uh, obviously, yeah, uh, the Telecom Cup, you might let it go. The Netbank Cup, you might let it go. But, you know, for a 50th uh, anniversary, at least uh, the championship, you know. And I, I'm i telling you, you know, that team uh, could have really, really made uh, Brake happy. Look, I worked with that man. Uh, that man is uh, one leader who even up to now still inspires me, you know. I've never came, come up come across any other person you know with with such integrity with uh, such love you know with uh, with such uh, humanity uh, than him you know and uh, it, I, I, I know because uh, I've seen it before since I have been there you know I've been in that situation with that team where you know Captain Chincha, you can see that he's disappointed to the bone. And imagine that was like, why, when? That was like, yes, 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 back. Now we are in 2020. And also with his age, you know, uh, you don't want such things to be happening to good men. You know, I always say, uh, if I had my own ways of doing things, you know, I would make sure that I'll go out to make uh, to make sure that at least uh, the man gets an opportunity to land the CAF Championship trophy. You know, with what he has cultivated in South African football, look at Ivan, he has a star. Look at Petrus Motsepe, he has a star, but look at Brake, you know. Hey, good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On this evening with me, Tabiso Musia, Katlako Modiba, and Timothy produced the show. Patrick Munana is our technical producer this evening. It is a Boxing Wednesday, but with a difference tonight because of the big story of the day, which came through at about 5 p.m. We have been talking boxing every Wednesday here on SAFM Spot On, probably for the past uh, 18 months or so. But for the first time, we're going to have to accommodate a bit of football. Uh, before we return to boxing we'll still do boxing later on the show but we have to fit in football because kaiser chiefs have actually sacked their coach ernst middendorp and with almost every household or second household in south africa probably having a kaiser chiefs fan i think it's only fair that we cover that story so we want to get reaction quickly from a former kaiser chiefs player club legend uh, max maponyana will join us shortly just to give us his views on the sacking of ernst middendorp and what and uh, whether it's the right decision or not and what uh, does the future then hold for Kaiser Chiefs? Should they start their restructuring process? Uh, should they get a coach? With uh, uh, Which coach should they get next? Because there's a lot that's been said over the past few days about the next coach of Kaiser Chiefs. So we're going to hear from Max Maponyan. We'd like to get your views also on the sacking of Ernst Middendorp. You can send this voice notes to our WhatsApp number, which is 061-4104-107. I will repeat that, 061-4104-107. If you prefer to call us, then the number to dial is 
0891-104207. And our SMS number is 41391. I, I, we're still going to talk boxing. We have a guest at this evening, a former boxer, ring official, uh, the legendary Mr. Ace Makaluza will be our guest tonight. As soon as we're done with Max Maponyane, we'll go over to PE to speak to Mr. Ace Makaluza. But do please bear with us, boxing community. We really have to touch on this story. And I'm sure uh, with the boxing fans like Juicy here in PE, he's a Kaiser Chiefs fan, so he won't mind us talking about Chiefs tonight. Juicy, I really love to hear your, your 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 views on this because you've always said that Middendorp must go. Uh, so now he's gone. So who's next now? So we're going to speak to Max Maponyane next and then we'll speak to Mr. Ace Makaluza. And a part of the chief statement reads that after reviews conducted by the Kaiser Chiefs chairman, Mr. Kaiser Mutawung and the club's management, the board met on Wednesday afternoon and a decision was made to part ways with coach Ernst Middendorp with immediate effect. We deliberated and considered many aspects related to the team, including our way of playing our performances and the results before coming to this decision we truly believed and hoped that our 50th anniversary year would be better and it indeed looked promising the decision taken is part of a strategy to have the team win trophies again and to make our supporters happy because they deserve better after giving the coach and the technical team the ammunition required to compete in the new season there were some improvements and this was evident during the first seven months of this 2019-2020 season however when the league restarted post lockdown things changed and we looked a totally different side in our last eight league matches we witnessed some heart-stopping performances and we were overtaken on the log in the last game of the season which truly broke our hearts we have to take responsibility we can't wait and allow this situation to continue and kaiser chiefs chairman kaiser mutawung has then thanked Ernst Middendorp for his efforts and work saying that we wish him all the best for the future and we pride ourselves we pride ourselves on having built a strong legacy and a culture based on winning we are aware that the supporters are hurting and the outcry is too loud to ignore it's important for our loyal supporters to know that we feel their pain we are a listening organization and we respect their right to express their dissatisfaction with the team's overall performance while we are wounded uh, we need to remember that the key principle of loyalty is showing unity and standing together in solidarity when the going gets a tough we will announce the new coach before the team returns for pre-season season and uh, that was from uh, Mr. Kaiser Mutawung, the Kaiser Chiefs chairman in his statement this afternoon. So let's get your thoughts on that statement and the big decision made. We're going to speak to Max Maponyane next. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Let's welcome on the line probably one of the most recognizable legends of our Kaiser Chiefs Go Men Go, Max Maponyane also of course a broadcaster and commentator and analyst with us here on SABC. Uh, Go Men Go, good evening sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us tonight on SAFM. Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, good evening to the listeners. Thanks, Bro Max. What do you make of the de- of the decision? Was it expected or was it a surprise to you? Because somebody that you worked with this past weekend says you predicted it. Well, I saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would even emphasize that I think uh, that was uh, my last line mm. as I was uh, parting and I know how it works. And when I say I know how it works, I have been privileged and fortunate to work with uh, Mr. Mutaungo Kazachis. He is a very uh, sort of inside man in terms of the game. He's glued up. But one thing that I have said to some people in the past, I said I have only seen him interfering twice, interfering in the coach's job twice. But he will always sit aside and uh, watch you. And not that he doesn't know. He has played the game. You know, everyone knows. Mm. But he will never interfere. 
But uh, when he has make it, uh, made a decision, he will just make that decision and say enough is enough. And that's clearly what is done here because Ernst Mirendorp still had another year left on his contract. So would you say, Max Maponyana, that the right decision has been made? I would say the right decision has been made. If you look at it, uh, you would say, yeah, uh, you give him a chance, he was getting there. But if you say he was getting there, there was a situation last season which was the biggest embarrassment for Kazakh Chief supporters. And I'm sure they haven't forgotten that. Where they won by an odd goal, penalty by Cardoso against Tornado in the NetBank Cup. And went on to show that they struggled in the final against TS Galaxy in a Cloud Africa team that just not only held them but beat them in the final. And everyone was so demoralized, and the, the Chiefs fans were a laughing stock. And then, obviously, they looked forward to a season. When the season started, that is, so let's all admit that they started like there is no tomorrow. Mm, you know, mm. things have to be done now. But to me, the way the wheel uh, just uh, sort of fell off, I would say I resemble them to a, a retreat, you know, because <laughs> it was just repatching this this wheel, closing it nicely, and closing it nicely with the likes of uh, the likes of likes of Nokovic. and you know the team is looking good at base now in the in the polls, and that you think that everything is in order, but you could see in the resumption. And if, in fact, before the resumption, I'm sure you will recall, and I was privileged to work in those two games, the, mm. the penultimate game before the, the COVID and, uh, and also the, the, the last game against Amazul at F&B. Mm. They were struggling. They even lost against Amazul at home. Yes. But after that, it was just uh, struggle after struggle. I mean, you can recall also not beating Stellenbosch, not beating Celtic. Losing to Celtic by three goals to one. Celtic is not a bad team. But there is the bad vibe that everybody knows. A team with players of such bad, the bad vibe in the camp, you destroy them when you want to win the championship. And where do you think he got it wrong then with these defeats that you've, that you've mentioned and the points that he's dropped? How did he get it wrong then, Max? He got it wrong, in my opinion, when uh, we, you can recall a game against Bulugwani City. A game against Pulukwani City is the game when I would have, uh, what would I, how would I put it? I would kick uh, everything and throw everything onto the players and say, guys, you don't perform like that. You remember how they celebrated? And you've mm. got to be worried. You remember how they celebrated when they beat Pulukwani City? But if you yeah. ask me, and um, obviously after the fact, on hindsight, everyone is an expert. Yeah. But if you had asked me, I was going to tell you that this is not the championship material. You don't win championships when you are not convincing and beating the team that is relegated convincingly because the others are not going to fear you. And that's what happened. Baroka thought, no, these guys were trailing against the, uh, our neighbors and they still celebrated that uh, comeback. You don't call it a comeback. If Chiefs had come back like that against Sundowns, who were obviously the contenders and current champions, then you would say yes, you know, because they were the defending champions, Sundowns. Then I was going to call it a comeback. But you've got to be worried when you celebrate against a side that uh, is not supposed to even be on the same path with you. 
What about the game against Stellenbosch, Maxi, now that you've mentioned uh, the Pulukwane City game? I remember in that game he rested some of his key players because there were yellow cards. He was trying to save them for the match against the Sundowns. Nukovic eventually came on and he got the yellow card and he missed the game against Sundowns and they didn't win that game. And some people felt that if he played his best team there and, and got the points, he wouldn't have to worry about Sundowns. Yeah, but you see, that's, uh, that's where he missed the point again. Because you now rest players against Stellenbosch. And then when you play that Stellenbosch, you need those points, all of them, and you still can't beat them. Hmm. You know, you can't beat them, so you don't get maximum points, but you're resting players. You're resting players for the so-called big games. Remember, Stellenbosch game was also three points. Can hmm. I remind him there? <laughs> you hmm. know? But Sundowns was not six points. And that six points was not in the back and is not in front of you. That is why when you are not enjoying yourself, you are now worried about the points ahead instead of the points in hand and go out there and enjoy the game. Now, in that game against Stellenbosch, they didn't win. And then uh, in, in the game against Sundowns, here's my biggest gripe in that game. And I'm sure one or two listeners will agree with me, but they don't have to. <laughs> I saw Sefama uh, in a starting lineup. And I thought, no, that's not how we have been breeded. I mean, I was always on the bench when we playing big games because uh, the, the, the hit man, the marksman, and I'm talking about uh, Waga Waga Dikweb, would start. But if you start with me and I can't score against Chiefs or Swallows in a big game pack stadium, obviously you are destroying me. <laughs> you know? Mm. But if Waga has scored two goals, and then I come on as a sub and I score. Everyone remembers the youngster we have scored because Waga has been scoring. But then I get motivated too. But that's a farmer. Remember, he never played after sundowns? Yes, 17-year-old. That's killing a youngster. Okay, we're going to go to the calls. I can see you, Juicy, Z in PE, and a lot of WhatsApps um, coming to you now. Uh, but, Maxi, so um, what about the way that uh, Chiefs played this season? A lot of the Chiefs fans were also concerned about the way that Chiefs played, saying that it was aerial balls, it was predictable. Was that a valid concern? Yeah, in fact, when you say played this season, I'm going to even not break it down to every game because I've been very, very fortunate to be able to watch every game, even under load shading. Mm. You know? <laughs> not every Chiefs game, every game. And the only thing that uh, I wanted to talk about in specific is Chiefs' approach of the last game. I mean, I was on air, and I'm sure Tim will recall that. Mm. And I kept on saying, guys, where is the game plan? This is not the Kaiser Chiefs that I know. This is not the Chiefs that is going to win this game. Because they started the game pumping everything aerially. And I thought they would change during the 28-minute water break. And after the water break, and during, by the way, after the water break, the same was happening. But during the water break, I spotted the one of the assistant coaches of... Uh, of Barocca, I could tell from where I was seated that this guy's sign language was saying they pumping things in the air. You know the sign language thing? Mm. And the gestures were showing that he says, then that's where you just pump them. Because he used obviously a bent uh, sort of arm. He said, just pump them, don't try to win the balls. And then they did that. After that break, they were still pumping the balls. And then they finally scored. Remember how they struggled when they were pumping the ball until they scored from obviously that beautiful straight uh, route one from Kune and then chest by Nokovic and uh, yes, Pilat uh, did well there, mm. dipping a shoulder, drifting away, opening an angle for himself and placed the ball across the face of goal. That's how you do it. But they kept on doing that. 
And I thought, okay, this is, this is not a plan anymore. Is there plan B? Tell me, so there was no plan B for 90 minutes. Mm. 90 minutes, no plan B. That, to me, didn't work. Especially a match that you had to win. Let me go to the lines, Maxi. We'll start with Tulani from KZN. Good evening, Tulani. Good evening, Tulani. How are you? Fine, thanks. Go ahead. Uh, good. Hey, you know, Tulani, immediately when I had the news, I just felt like I was winning a league. Like, you know, <laughs> the, the, the pain of losing a league today, it was for free. It was like, you know, at 7 or 8. I, I just remembered uh, back in 2010. I think I was 15 at the time when they said the World Cup is coming to South Africa. Oh. How, how the streets were, bu- were buzzing. You know, I was on a freeway. At some point, I got nearly tempted to put my foot on the accelerator. That's how happy I was. Yo, Yo. This year has been, you know, this year has been, you know, it, it has been a curse. It has been a curse on my side. I got ANC to worry about and this side, I have case achieved. Yo, so that's the sign of the pain that Esmeraldop caused you, that it feels like winning the league now that he has left the club. Never had that one before. Where do we go to? Do we go to Juicy? Um, who's next? Is it Juicy in PE? Juicy, good evening. Uh, good evening, Chabis, and good evening to Mark. Mark. You've always uh, been consistent, Wena. You've never thought Esmeraldop should be a Chiefs. Exactly, Chabis. So now, now. I, I was I was very happy. I I screamed after I I saw the tweet after 40 seconds it was posted that Uminde Dodds is gone. I screamed that my wife was was shocked because he, she did not know what was happening. You know that that how happy I am and that that pain of losing the league it's gone now because Namna personally I did not want the coach from the start because 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 of of of, of his track record. I did not understand why Kaiser Chiefs made the, this decision of hiring the Mildedorf. Secondly, Tabiso, um, the, the analyst of, or, or the, the journalist must, must, must never forget the, the contribution of Kaiser Chiefs fans in the, in, the, in, the, in the last season. Mm. I'll make an example of one, of, of three games that I attended. Mm. A Cape Town City game in Cape Town. Mm. I attended that game. If I you remember, we're losing one I remember game. that comeback. Kaiser, Kaiser Chiefs fans fans won that game. People might not understand what I'm saying, but if they watch that game, they will understand. We as fans of Kaiser Chiefs won that game. A game against Golden Arrows in Japan. I was there from PE to Japan. Mm. Umanyama scored in the injury time. We won that game as fans. You know? Last how, week, how, how, how? How did you win it as fans? Tabiso, in, in, in every free kick, in, in, in every pass, in, in every pass that the Kaiser team was making, we were there screaming and, 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 and making sure that the players understand that we want them to win the game. That, mm. that, that's I, how I remember the fans, atmosphere in Cape Town. I remember exactly, actually. That, that's how we as... So, we must not take credit that we are number two. Okay, no. Juicy. You're loud and clear. i got to move on. Z, Epa, you yeah, so <laughs> let me get out to it. I did meet Mark Masmapoyane two thousand and one, Pretoria Street. He was visiting Nomalanga, our marketing manager mm. at African Bank. Anyway, now before I comment about Esmidinov, I must Oh no. Z we lost you the apologies for that. Do try and call us back. Let's go to line four. Roxino, good evening. Member, how are you? Okay, new member. Are you in South Africa or in Finland today? I'm in Beggarsford. Okay, Beggarsford. 
Yeah, remember, I'm relieved. Hey, it's long overdue. Man, really, this season was not for me. This guy helped me 2008. Till then, I never even have anything for him. So, really, for him, that is gone. I'm, I'm cool. Sure. Not even excited, but it's long overdue. Okay, the feeling is mutual. Z is back up. Are you Z? Uh, network, no? uh, yeah, I must say in Yeah, Max, so, so my, everybody's saying the same thing here, Maxi. And people are celebrating. Does it mean that um, finishing second is just not good enough at Chiefs? I think finishing second is good. And I'll tell you why. I say finishing second is good, but not good enough after you've led the lock so far. Finishing second can be good for anybody, my respect United, because they have never finished second before. But for a team that led for 12 months, 59 seconds. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I'm mean, sorry, 59 minutes. Remember the goal was scored on the 59th minute? Mm. And that equalizer changed everything. But you've been on top. Can't you just have a plan? And by the way, not too many uh, callers will remember that even a game against Shipa, the, the penultimate game, mm. that's the game that Chips could have drawn. <laughs> yeah? mm. And it would have embarrassed them then. But then we moved on. We go to a game that is final. And we all, as uh, the country say, can these guys just secure it? And they disappointed their supporters. They disappointed themselves and their families. But you cannot just be there for so long and just lose it like that. (laughs) And uh, Z made a point about what does it mean? They, They don't seem to understand what it means to don the Kaiser Chiefs jersey. Do you agree with that? Because a lot of uh, some of the former players that we spoke to, even Chakla Shongo said the same thing yesterday. I always uh, not for the idea of saying donning a Kaiser Chiefs jersey. Donning a jersey for any team, can be Pirates, can be Chiefs, can be any team, because you are a professional. Did you see that Baroka players only realized that their lives and their future and their jobs were at stake mm. on the day. I mean, you can't go and beat Sundowns. I'm talking champions here, 20, 10 times champions, Mamelodi Sundowns. You beat them 1-0. You celebrate until you come across Supersport United. Three days later, you get lambasted at 4-1. And then you come back and give Chiefs a fight for their lives. I mean, where's the consistency there? But donning a jersey 
for any team, for any organization, you've got to respect that badge because that's your source of income. And that source of income, if you take it for granted, it could be gone forever. Ask the players from the uh, IX Cape Town. They're still struggling even today, you know? Yes, because yes, these things yes, are not yes. happening. You just say it's a lost opportunity. Uh, Black Leopards could be in the same situation. Yes, maybe taking it from today, you'll see what's going to happen. But finally answering the jersey, it's not about the jersey only. It's about your job. It's about your future. It's about your your, your career that is short-lived. You must look back and say, what have I achieved where I have been involved? That should be the main thing in, your, in the back of your mind. But then if you end up being one of those that says, I played you'll end up reminding everybody that you played, but without them remembering, because you left nothing uh, to, uh, as in a form of a trophy. I mean, look at the uh, quick example. Do you know that uh, Kaiser Chiefs only won twice uh, during the resumption match? Mm, in the bubble. I mean, this bubble, this bubble, they only won twice. But having said that, that's the reason why they struggled is because Nokovic was not getting the supply from Manyama, who I have to say, unfortunately, he was fled throughout the bubble. He's not the Manyama that I know, because that's Manyama who was even saving Chiefs, scoring that equalizer against Black Leopards. I have so many memories of so many games because they just get implanted in the back of my mind. But these are the kind of things where you say, what's my plan B when this player is not delivering? But the others are just laboring through. And you are asking me the same question that the caller asked. What about the players? Yes, you look at the ones that are laboring through. You look at the ones that don't make a difference. You look at the ones that don't put an effort. And you take it from there. Unfortunately, you all, we, we always in life meet to part. Was he ever the right man, Max Maponyane, Ernst Middendorp? He was never the right man, but uh, he was... In the absence of the best, if I can recall, and uh, Coach Chase Mashaba, you remember that famous one? Yes. In the absence of the best, they had to go for him. <laughs> okay, let's go to the voice notes. There are so many of them. We're still going to speak to former boxer and ring official Mr. Ace Makaluza tonight. Tonight on SAFM. Good evening, member. Uh, good evening, the listeners. Good evening, the government go. Member. I think uh, Chiefs are still doing the same thing they did when they released Swanis, when they let go of Combella, when they let go of Baxter. What Chiefs was is not the same thing, man. What football was is not the same thing as it was year ago. Chiefs need to open the wallet, get the coach you want to build that team and go out and, and compete. No players want to come in and say, I want to play because it's because they drink. Those, drink. those players are no longer there anymore. Teams pay money to get the best players. She must go out there and pay the best players, and then you know what? Maybe they'll come and compete. They have the best players in the team, but you know what? The development is good, but you know, I think put the money in, man. I think they can do better. Okay. Could even remember the Nagata Vangamazamo. Crazy. Hey, Pratavisu. This is Joseph Mambo Omagao. Uh, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but uh, I think what they did is the right decision. Uh, I think they need a local coach. If they can get a local coach, that would be bonus for Kaiser Chiefs. And they should get new players. They should get new players. You know, guys like Bopaka, Matoho, Katsande, they need to go. You know, 
They need to go. They have won. They have played for Kaiser Chiefs, but they need fresh blood so that they can compete with Asma Sandawa. But anyway, good luck to them. Hi, member. Zico Smith all the way from Macau. You know, until maybe we start to adopt what the Europeans are doing. In Europe, you find that a coach is a manager. You come to South Africa, a coach is a coach, you've got a manager. A manager signs the players, the coach doesn't have a say on the kind of players. So this thing of kids achieves, it will never end. Like you check Steve Compella, you check Solinas, you check even Midden Dobbs, like all of them, you can see that there's a problem there. How, how possible that so many coaches can just fail? That simply means the coaches are not the problem. There's a bigger problem at Cheese, but maybe they will solve it uh, next season. Uh, the show is FM. I mean, uh, the guy was left with the 10 games, uh, 7 points. Uh, as a coach, he should have just excelled. He should have just uh, inspired players, uh, chop and cutting players. He doesn't have, uh, I mean, uh, uh, a winning combination uh, to Kaiser Chiefs. I mean, <laughs> he was worse than Doleza. Paul Doleza was far better at uh, Mazinho.com. Ah, Mazinho.com. <laughs> this guy, this guy is a joke. But anyhow, he's gone. And uh, let's hope and pray. Kevin Hunt is coming back home. He's going to 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 to, to tramp on the soils of Chanachurena. Uh, uh, Thank you. Yeah. Good evening, uh, SAFM. Yeah, it was it was high time. It was due that this man needed to leave Kaiser Chief. I mean, when was the last time he won a a major uh, league title or a trophy? I when's the last from Toshai? This is Katele Wuyangek. Good evening, Tabiso. You're speaking to Vincent in Mpumalanga. You know, thank you to the German Shepherd for the tears, the drama, the excitement, the stubbornness. Yeah, it was a good season. And, uh, you know, whoever the club brings in now, I think a local coach would be better suited to come in now. What happens if we lose the appeal at the Court of Arbitration for Sport? I think a local coach would be better suited to even learn or give youngsters of the club an opportunity. I don't think a international coach would uh, give uh, our youngsters a chance uh, at uh, Naturena. Thank you, Tabiso. Okay, thanks for those voice notes. Yeah, and I can see the tweets also. Max, people are saying that we are ignoring the elephant in the room. And um, by the elephant in the room, I think they mean two things. Either the players or the management. A lot of people, you've had the voice notes, they're also saying that the management must shoulder some responsibility here. Do you agree with that sentiment? Do they believe that the management has just not been delivering? I think uh, I have to be honest and say when there's crisis, you look at every angle. And that if once you start pointing fingers in the same direction, in one direction only, you are going to experience the same crisis again and again, like is the case now with them. I think there is a bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that one, one of the uh, voice notes that was very key to me, mm-hmm. is that one of a manager and a coach, where someone uh, sp- 
what is it, buying players that he prefers, that he can use, that he has a plan for, and then they will now follow into his plan. Not you sit there, you coach the team, and then they bring players for you. I mean, sometimes you always get uh, uh, given players that are not even of your interest, let alone your plan. What happens? And you get told that I'm paying this player, you've got to use him, and you've got to maybe do that in trying to secure your job. But then also, yes, there has been uh, allegations, no, so-and-so in the team does this, so-and-so does that. I mean, I've heard a lot about Bobby, then it's been written and all that. But I wouldn't obviously make a comment about what I don't have the inside of. What I have the inside of is what they have shown me on the park, and that to me as an analyst, I would stick to and say that's, that to me is not good enough. And as for the material, the material needs to be re-looked into. So many years, you cannot be failing with the same players but different coaches. I mean, Steve couldn't get anything, what, three years? And then comes Solinas, and then comes this man to, since 2018 he's been with Chiefs. And they cannot just win a trophy, one trophy. Remember, even if they had won any of the trophies, for me, any key trophy is the championship. If you don't win the league and you are a big team, that is why I always take exception when somebody says, this big team. I'm thinking, no, big is not the size. <laughs> big is the achievement. And they haven't been big lately. Let me take two more calls. The last two. Kolani from East London. Uh, good evening. Hello, Tabitha. How are you? Fine, thanks. And you, Kolan? I'm fine. You know, I've got a different view uh, compared to what other people have, have been saying about Minidorp and this and that, you know. Remember, even uh, Stuart Baxter won the league or was on top of the league because he was using Defoma Shamaite being a defender. Mm-hmm. And Shaba would, 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 would shoot up the third pieces and Mashamaiti would head in. So the issue of Kaiser Chiefs and the uh, tracking force and goals has been traumatic ever since, even before Stuart Baxter started uh, coaching Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. <laughs> and, 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 and remember, yeah, yeah, remember, remember that uh, in that season, the player's player was Mashamaiti being a defender. He mm. was a high school scorer or something like that. Then came Steve. Steve, uh, Steve also found the very same problems that existed in Kaiser Chiefs. In fact, remember, even Baxter, when he left, I think they were not in good terms with Kaiser Chiefs. So now, came Minnetop in the very same problem. So, I mean, partially, Minnetop has to be blamed, but really, I would say to do justice for us, it, we wouldn't be doing justice if we put the hundred blame to Minnetop. The problem existed even before he came. Mm, so you're saying the problem is management, but now it's a family business. What can happen now? <laughs> what should happen now? Because Now, that's a, that's a bigger problem. That's a bigger problem. The problem is bigger than... Uh, let me tell you now today, and I want you to record this, uh, Tabiso. The new coach is going to come. You same, same, same problem we're going to experience. Okay, thanks for that, uh, Kolani. Let's take the last one from the northwest, uh, from line line six. This is Du Leng, Good evening. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. How are you? Fine, thanks. Go ahead. Fine, thanks. Uh, so we welcome the decision taken by Kaiser uh, Chiefs management to ex uh, the coach Johannes Ernest Medendop. Uh, if you look at the games that we played after the lockdown, uh, for six consecutive games, the coach was doing same substitutions. So with the last game, he, it was 
it was not satisfying that we did not understand as the fans that is to say, why would the coach want to do six consecutive substitutions in six consecutive games and he, you, you can see that those substitutions are not working for you. Oh. So I agree with Max what he's saying. There, there was no uh, plan B as to how are we going to win the game. Okay, because great stuff. Thanks thanks for that. There was no plan B. Max, for the sake of time, I'm going to ask you the question that everybody wants to ask. What can, what qualities must the next Kaiser Chiefs coach have? Or who would be the right man to coach Kaiser Chiefs? I wouldn't even say so-and-so should be the right man. Obviously, we'll be clutching at straws. I mean, everyone is talking about Kevin Hunt and others are talking about uh, Benny McCarthy and so many names have been thrown into the pot. That, to me, is immaterial. What is important for me is just to get the material that can win trophies, that can start winning something, a combination that will be more committed. But having said that, though, I like the caller. The other caller that said it said, you know, even during Baxter, you recall that during Baxter's time, when they won the league, they had lost the last three games, including the, the final game against University of Pretoria at the time. Mm. And that is how they won the league. They have this thing of just punching when it, uh, when it matters. They don't have that killer instinct mm. okay maxi we're gonna have to leave it there go and go thanks for your wonderful analysis thank you very much for your insight you're welcome Thank you. So a lot of people asking about Gavin Hunt, what is happening? What we know here on this show is that there have been talks with Gavin Hunt and what we know is that the talks have intensified this week at Chiefs with Gavin Hunt. Having said that, we believe that Gavin Hunt has also held talks with Orlando Pirates. So that's all uh, that we know at the moment. But what we were informed this morning is that the talks with Gavin Hunt have actually picked up steam, especially this week, and they'll probably gather more steam uh, after the dismissal of Ernst Middendorf. But Orlando Pirates, we understand, has also been in the picture for Gavin Hunt. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Having heartfelt conversations on Life Happens every Monday to Friday, 1 to 3 on SAFM. Hashtag Heritage Month 2020. SAFM celebrates our living heritage by promoting cultural diversity, social cohesion, reconciliation, peace, and economic development. As a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, this year we shall not be able to gather in big numbers as we usually do to celebrate our cultural heritage of the many cultures in South Africa. Even though the pandemic is keeping us apart, let's keep the fires of our cultural diversity burning virtually and in your own homes. SAFM, leading the conversation. Sport on, on SAFM. Apologies, we can't get to all the voice notes. Um, you can understand there's a lot of reaction here for Kaiser Chiefs. And there's one that's five minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, we were not going to be able to play that, guys. So please keep it short. But I want to listen to it after the show. Maybe you're really, really pouring your heart out there. And by the way, I know there's a story doing the rounds that there was a listener on Umtlobo Wene in our sister station that sent a voice note to say that they co- they, they're going to commit suicide because Kaiser Chiefs did not win the title. And apparently now there's a story doing the round that the listener went uh, through uh, with that threat that... Uh, he or she had made on Umshobo Wenene. I did check with the guys on Umshobo Wenene this morning. They're saying that there is no truth uh, to that story at all. Uh, so uh, we're going to leave that one there.